This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. I've mentioned before when I was a teenager, I worked at McDonald's in high school. Uh, ironically, I think the only time I didn't like McDonald's food. But anyway, I worked at McDonald's. And this was like the mid-90s. And one of the things to do in the mid-90s, that was all the, I would say all the rage, but a lot, a lot of the kids were doing it. I never did it because I never really knew, didn't understand it, and I thought it was stupid. But it was a cool thing to say, like, what's up, what's up? Like, they would just be like, McDonald's, what's up, what's up? Or just every once in a while, something, what's up, what's up? And I was just completely out of the, like, okay, I don't know. I don't know. Leave me alone. This is stupid. I just, I was not in that one. I could not figure it out. And I remember the manager had this bright idea for all of us to wear for at least one person in each area to wear a headset. That way we could hear what the person in drive through was ordering and we could get a start on cooking. Which I guess isn't the worst idea in the world, but you can't understand a thing through those headsets. That's why your order is probably wrong all the time. And here he is, makes me wear this stupid thing. And I'm kind of standing there, not knowing what to do, because I'm like, well, if I start cooking... I'm not going to hear anything. And so the cashier goes over to, over, it's just quiet. No one's in the drive-thru. What's up? What's up? And it's at that point I realize there's about five of us wearing these headsets. And if they don't recognize my voice, they don't know who I am. So I wait a second and what's up? What's up? And I was like, shut up. You're an idiot. <laughs> like I didn't even hide my voice. I was just so annoyed with the whole just forcing this meme on me. Now here thing is my voice I think is distinctive enough, you know? Not so much. So this person comes tearing through the back drive through window pace. Where do you, what do you call that? The, where they that area of the store and comes tearing through the kitchen and goes up all the way up to the front cashier. What do you mean I'm stupid? And starts arguing with the lady who was handing out the orders in the second window. And um that lady had a very high pitched voice. And here I am with my signature voice. Going like, hey, you see this? This moron thinks the lady up there is me. This is Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. And apparently I sound like a high-pitched, uh, mousy voice. I don't know. I still don't know what was up with the what's up, what's up thing. That was, that was a stupid trend. Yeah. Anyway, you know what's not stupid? So much crap is going on right now. First off, shortly after I recorded last week's episode, 
uh, picture surfaced of E Hobby's uh, upcoming exclusive for Titans Return, or what? Are, what I, I'm not sure what Takara is calling Titans Return. I've, I missed the boat on that one, and I haven't really been logging into finding out what it's called either. But they're totally doing something that I really want to get, and I probably will uh, by hook or crook, and that would be a Titans Return Bat Convoy set. Bat Convoy being the uh, initial. Beast Wars assortment Optimus Primal. Uh, for those who aren't to know, when Beast Wars was launched, uh, they started off with a two pack of Optimus Primal and Megatron in a little pack with a mini comic. It was like a two pack. Uh, Megatron turned into an alligator, and Optimus Primal turned into a bat that kind of looked like Batman. So, what they've done with this set, they've taken the Mind Wipe uh, body, Transtector, or whatever. And uh, they've used uh, Sentinel Prime's head. And they painted them in colors. And it looks like it comes with Wheeljacks uh, from Prime's swords. And there you go. You got the Bat Optimus Primal or Bat Convoy. And it looks wonderful. And the head, uh, the Titan Master head is painted to look like, when it's transformed into this little Titan Master dude, to look like Optimus Prime. It's so clever. And uh, one of the things they did, apparently I they're packaging... Um, I think his name's Nebulon, the headmaster that comes with Galvatron. You know, he looks like Megatron. Tron, Tron, Tron. Oh, excuse me, I'm tired. They painted him to look like the crocodile Megatron. Now, it doesn't look like he's coming with a body, uh, which would annoy me if not for the fact that there is a regular retail release green alligator toy. So I guess they're even knowing, look, if we repaint a green alligator and he's there's another green alligator. People are getting mad. So basically it comes with a Megatron. You get stick on your uh, skull cruncher and make the Beast Wars Megatron. And that's wonderful. What's cool is, uh, I don't know what we call them yet. The little, little, little vehicles that come with Titan Masters when you buy them individually. You know, that turn it from one thing into another. Um, the one that comes with Ape Face, the little gorilla mode that turns into a jet and a gun. It totally comes with it painted as Optimal Optimus. Guys, this this is awesome. <laughs> this is exactly uh, something I'd want. And I hope it's not too expensive so I can buy it sooner than later. If it's super expensive, maybe I'll do something super jerky and start a Patreon to buy this thing. I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. But man, I, I really want this figure. This is a really awesome set. I just... God, that original Bat, Optimus, and Megatron set has always stuck with me. I've always really liked it. Um, I was always kind of disappointed when it got kind of ignored in all the media and whatnot. And it really... Excuse me, I got a yawn sneaking up. <sighs> it really, um... It really always kind of... The comic that came with it... This was before Beast Wars went into the story direction it did. And when they are first uh, pitching it to be uh, basically a continuation of... G2, and these were basically Optimus and Megatron, and they're going by Maximals and Predacons now, and they were mutants, uh, used some new technology, and I always kind of wanted to see that storyline continue in some way. I just, I've always really liked that set. Speaking of things I've always really liked, <clears throat> this week was the 30th anniversary of Transformers the movie. It's kind of hard for me to fathom 
that that is a 30-year-old movie, which is absolutely ridiculous because I'm 38 years old and I saw it in the theaters when I was in the third grade. So I don't know why I have no problem getting older, but my mind's kind of blown when something from my childhood's gotten old too. But man, it's just so funny that movie. I was I was there opening weekend. I was living in Statesboro, Georgia at the time and there's this little the college Georgia Southern was kind of the main thing in town. It was just like a little town built around this college basically like a couple of stores. Walmart was in the mall. I mean, that's kind of how small this place was. And uh the movie theater was this tiny little movie theater behind the college in like some of the old town area. And I remember we went to go we went to go see the movie that Saturday morning, just after cartoons, like early afternoon. My mom had took my brother and me to see it. And this kid who uh rode our bus, he um he was there and he had been there for the first showing. He was staying all day and watching like each showing. Uh, or at least that's what he told us he was doing. Uh, lucky dog. And uh, he was a kid on our bus who every day would have some toy with him. Like I remember him carrying Perceptor or Blitzwing. Or he usually could carry Perceptor with him everywhere he went. Sometimes he'd have a He-Man toy, but it was almost always a Transformer with him. And, you know, I just, I always remember that kid. I can't remember his name. And he probably doesn't remember mine. Uh, he was actually a friend of my brother's. He was in his class. I remember them spent doing a doing cool uh, junior high school student things together over the weekend, like going to see Golden Child and whatnot. But sometimes I wonder, as an adult, if I know that guy in the fandom. You know, like what what is the chances that you know we're uh, uh, that we're either friends or maybe he's a listener or maybe I pissed him off. You know, and we don't know each other's names and. I remember trivial things, you know, not everyone else does. So you might not even remember me, but I think it'd be awfully funny to be like, Oh, that was you. We totally watched transformers in the movie together 30 years ago. That's just kind of funny. Speaking of things divisible by three that happened, that was really awesome. Three years ago this week uh, was Shardicon, my favorite transformers convention ever. That was this week, three years ago. And it's, man, I wish that was an annual thing. Um, you know, I don't mean to, excuse me, I don't mean to, um, uh, what's the word, uh, take anything away from convention organizers of any other convention. It's really, they have a really hard job that they take upon themselves. It's really a thankless job, you know, and, um, they really have a hard job and it's like, they put themselves through the ringer to put these conventions together. And it's really, I really appreciate them for doing so. Uh, I'm saying that because I'm going to say it. Shardicon is my favorite convention I've ever been to. And I really loved 3H, BotCon, and OTFCC. So that's saying something. Um, you know, TFCon Charlotte last year was kind of the spiritual sequel to Shardicon. But man, that, that original Shardicon was like the best convention ever ever and it's really hard to place uh place a pin on what made it so special it's just one of those things where everything came together like everybody was happy every i don't think i saw one unhappy face the entire time and everyone that went 
remembers it fondly. You know, my wife, she, um, she, she tolerates these things. It's not so much her thing. You know, she's kind of, she just wants to get out of town when I go to these things and she kind of humors the convention, you know, and she has fun with the, with the gang and all, but you know, it's not her thing. She liked Shardicon. She had fun in there. She was even saying, boy, I wish they'd do that again. That was good. She even says that was a good one. You know, she, she had fun. Kilby's wife, Kim, she had fun and she's the same way. She's just humoring it. So that should say something. One, one, one story from Shardicon always kind of gets a chuckle out of me. You know, us, the RFC gang, we had a table at the uh, con where we had a, they had like a live stream video going on and microphones where we could chat or whatever, uh, to whoever would be watching, you know, just having fun. And excuse me. I just had like a snort and a backwards burp at the same time. It was weird and gross. Mm, excuse me. Maybe I can talk clearly now. My allergies want to act up, uh, for some reason, I guess there's seasonal allergies, but anyway, so I'm sitting at the table and, you know, we had our business cards and all sorts of stuff on the table. We were doing a little dr- give drawings or whatever for giveaways just all sorts of stuff and we had candy on the table we had like a bowl of hard candy and uh kim brian's wife had the idea to just kind of take a little handfuls of it and place it around on the table that way it'd be to be a couple pieces sitting there where so someone wouldn't feel i guess weird to stick their hand in this bowl well eric warren who was um i think he was pretty much the head of the organizers of shardicon anyone who's there the weekend saw him just pure look at determination walking around his con- I mean he was managing the hell out of this convention you like there was nothing going by him he just nonstop walking owls looking you know just everything was under his surveillance just dedication to you know determined dependable fox 5 news uh just all over the place just you saw him, it was a man on a mission the entire weekend. And he comes walking by our table and he like, as he's walking by, he, his hand reaches over and he grabs a piece of candy and walks by, you know, it's like one fluid motion, got him a piece of candy and kept going by. And I'm just noticing exactly one second later, he kind of aloofly walks back in and gets another piece of candy. Like you could tell he was just like, Hey, that was good. Like the power of a butterscotch broke, <laughs> broke his Vince McMahon walk for a moment. It was really funny. You'd, I guess you'd have to have been there. And I think I'm the only one who saw it, but it's always cracked me up. I really wish that show would continue. I had a lot of fun there. But guys, you know what? I was about to jump over to Q&A, but I was actually... You know, I, I turned on my computer to do the show, and I was letting it do its little startup runnings and see if anything would pop up or whatever and i was playing with i got titans return blur right here and i stuck the nightbeat head on him and i'm like wow he looks really good with nightbeat's head on him i almost wonder if i could take one and add some extra paint ops and make a great uh paint ops what is that (laughs) put some paint on places and probably make a pretty good nightbeat from this mold it looks it all just works pretty well i I love titans return (laughs) I really do. Blur's a really good one. I'm really happy with them. I know the uh, Takara version has more uh, paint ops on them. 
There I go again, paint ops. Is that a term? Am I talking about my butt? Paint apps. He has more paint apps on him. Um, and the thing is, this Hasbro version, it's got a pretty good bit of paint on it, to be honest with you. There's, you can't really tell in some pictures, but there's a couple of different shades of blue on parts and stuff like that. It still looks really good. But I think so far of all the ones I've gotten, this is probably one of the better ones. It's just Man, Titans is such a great line. But speaking of great, let's skip over to the Q&A portion of our show. The questions and answer part. Segment. Yeah. I'm about to fall asleep, guys. So my apologies for my lethargicness. I know I'm usually more upbeat and all that, but I've had a long night at work. And I on the way home, I stopped and grabbed us some breakfast at McDonald's. The, the, the wife is taking the day off work. Uh, just to get a little rest, and I got us breakfast, just, you know, treat us a little, and I could just go to bed right now, I'm full and sleepy. Anyway, ironically, I was just talking about McDonald's earlier, da-da-da-da-da, I'm eating it. Um, the Q&A thread, this is how this works, Talk Transformers, that is the exclusive forums of being awesome. It's a group on Facebook, the best place in the world to talk Transformers. It's in the name. You, you know you use Facebook. You can search it up and join. And you know what? If you just want to Google Talk Transformers, you'll find our fan page with links to the group. Now, every so often, in case, in case this is your first time listening, I post a thread up where I need more content for this portion of the show, where I add to a cue that I never spell right. Of uh, questions, comments, and talking points. Well, sometimes I get them uh, directly to me too, which I'm, I got one directly to me this week, and I'm going to get to that first before I hit the queue up of uh, questions and all that from that from that last thread. I think I, I think I've only got a few weeks left of questions here, so I'm going to start up another thread before before long so stay tuned i I haven't counted but i'm gonna i'm gonna do two uh questions right here first is the one that got directly uh posted to me from my cool good is my cool jeez i am falling asleep he's a cool guy my good friend crazy steve evil king macronius he's the guy who runs the roboplastic apocalypse blog if any of you guys you can like it on facebook and follow up with updates whatever really awesome stuff he he does he keeps like a running archive of transformers ads where he'll go he does this cool thing i don't know how he has the patience for it he'll uh he'll go out of town he'll make sure to stop by the library and go through all the microfilm of the newspapers and then he'll print out all the toy ads and he just has all these cool and i remember seeing a lot of these in the day and there's ones i don't remember seeing it's just really neat a really cool guy um i've always liked him a lot steve i want a hug Anyway, Steve asked me directly on my page, and I thought it'd be a good time here because it wasn't just a question for me. It was a question for you guys. <laughs> he says, hey, Rob, I have a question for you or anyone who watches Being Awesome and owns a R.I.D. Scourge, the Laser Primary Deco. You know how it has the button on top of the cab that on G2 Prime would activate the electronics? What happens when you press that? Does it go down and pop back up, or is it just stuck in place? I took mine apart ages ago and can't remember if I had a spring there or not. That's a great question. Uh, for those of you who may not know, the G2 Laser Optimus Prime toy had light-up features in his hands. 
he had a hand that would basically, when you put his gun or sword in it, when you push your button, it had an LED light and it would light it up. You know, it would look really cool. Like the gun, the, the barrels would light up and the sword would light up. And it was just, it was a cool effect. Well, later in the first version of Rid, of course, that, that became Scourge or Black Convoy. And um, the electronics were removed. <clears throat> and it's funny, and, and he posted in a thread, well, our, my friend uh, Mike bisbee uh star saber uh on forums he had poked at me with my uh, bad spelling of i'm putting that in the queue and i kind of teased back at him that was fun a little round around round around and then after that rob london my friend rob london who if you guys listen to the iacon underground podcast stasis pod he's on there and i all suggest you guys do listen to the stasis pod uh it was they originally were going through all the episodes of Beast Wars and reviewing it, but now they're on Beast Machines. And after they get done with Beast Machines, I'm sure they'll move on to another show. And Rob's just got a great talking voice. And uh, those guys also have another show called just Icon Underground Radio, where it's like they just go over topics of the week. Really good stuff, and some good friends of mine run that. So everyone check that out. But Rob said, my button springs back up when I push it, so it's got to have a spring in there. And personally, I can't remember, although I know which box I have my Scourge and I haven't had time to check it out. Though I do remember uh, at the time when it was released, I remember seeing some people would cannibalize their Laser Optimus Primes and put the electronics in Scourge to light it up. However, it was funny though, I was reading um, Steve's Roboplastic Apocalypse blog and he had showed where he had uh, took apart that toy and in its arm there was these... Uh, uh, channel lines, basically these plastic channels where the wires would run from the electronics on Laser Prime and Scourge, it doesn't have that, which would basically say it's a different mold. It's not a straight remold because that, that tooling has changed for whatever reason. Because uh, later on, there was a G2 Prime reissue, a laser reissue that eHoppy turned into a laser Ultra Magnus, and uh, those had the electronics. And then here recently, that year of the, was it Year of the Goat? Laser Optimus Prime on Toys R Us, it has electronics. So for some reason, the Black Convoy and Scourge version of the mold, you figure with them leaving out the electronics, they would just leave it at electronics. But it actually has a little bit different molding for some reason. That's kind of strange. But guys, if anyone has any input in this and you're listening, let me know and I'll be sure to let Steve know. And you can, uh, you guys know at RoboRobSpringer on Twitter, you can contact me there or on Facebook and just say, hey, Mine does this, and maybe we can help Steve out here. Now, I'm going to answer one more question before we go, and it's going to come from my uh, queue, so I can start killing down some of these older questions, and we can start up a new thread where I'll ask for questions, talking points, and comments, so you can interact with me here on the show. Wouldn't that be fun? It is. So our question this week comes from Eric Crowbar. Eric goes on to ask, do you think Transformers as a brand is changing enough as time goes on? Like coming up with new ideas and gimmicks and stories and characters. Most of the toys we get are of characters we already know and are just updates to older figures that were made before. For example, Combiner Wars only had Alpha Bravo, Offroad, and Rook as new characters. Each other figure was a character that had been around the franchise for a long time. So what I'm trying to say is, do you think we're getting enough new characters right now, or do we need less updates for older characters and create more new characters? Eric, that's a great question. I 100% think we need more new characters. And that's 
I'm an old fart. And I remember when revisiting an older character, like an homage or whatever, was a novel thing. And most of the toys were new characters. Like, my beloved Beast Wars. Most of those toys were separate characters and weren't even on the show, you know. I've always really liked that. Now, um, at some point, they started using the same ones over and over. I guess there's no real reason to not use equity that they own. Not to mention, it's a safe bet. I mean, you go go pick up a superheroes toy line, like a Marvel superheroes, and, you know, I got Beta Ray Bill sitting right here. But, you know, in this same assortment, some more recognizable figures. And I think... Uh, in a business sense, it makes more sense for them to use the more recognizable figures to attach all these gimmicks to. Because, I mean, if you think about it, the whole Armada, Energon, Cybertron thing was full of gimmicks. But those characters looked a lot like G the G1 toys they would homage. And I think that's kind of what they keep doing now with Combiner Wars and Titans Return is they're basically saying, instead of us making a separate line for these homages, let's take the stuff kids would like and put it into the stuff the older guys would like. Because, I mean, Titan's Return is just one giant gimmick after another. You know, it's it's like a million different Transformer gimmicks. And then here's Blur that looks just like G1 Blur. So I think they're kind of blur, blurring, no pun intended, the line there. But I would really like, as much as I love my Titan's Return, and all these guys are old guys. You know, they're even, even the Titans that don't have a body or whatever. They're still, you know, terribles, horrible or cancer, you know, I mean, that sounded horrible. <laughs> That's his name. You know, in Japan, his name's cancer and he wasn't G1 named horrible. And of course they're calling him terrible here just because trademark is weird. Is an old G1 guy. There's not really any new characters. And I'd love, 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 love some new characters. I mean, I think, Offhand, the closest one I can think of that's new is Stripes. And from what, if I remember correctly, Stripes was going to be one of Blaster's cassettes in that 30-year-old movie. You know, that's just... I would love to see some new stuff. That's because that's cause it's me. One thing I remember being extremely... Like, the old BotCon exclusives in the 3H days was almost always a new guy. It was always a new character. And it was pretty much said that it was one of the rules they had to go by. And it became a big deal when they started making uh, toys of... Oh, excuse me. Oh, how is it? That came out of nowhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like that Tigertron in RC for 01 was like, was like an RKO out of nowhere. Just like, whoa, I thought they couldn't do this. You know? And of course now, or what it was with Bogun is they're all old characters with new toys. Um, I think as a, as, as a toy line, they're doing a really good job with the ever changing gimmicks and whatnot. Like, like I said, I've been saying Titans return is excellent. It's like a cross between headmasters and micromasters and the way the fiction's written up it, you could almost, uh, work, uh, mini cons in there from Armada, you know, it's, it's, it's a plenitude and combiner wars, you know, we're all like, oh man, you can make Bruticus and Superion. No. That was a 100% modular toy line where it was like, make your own big guy, you know. And that, that, that certainly appealed to kids. And, you know, that's the only thing I think they're missing is I'd like more new characters. I really like my Rook. 
You know, I mean, it's a name that's been reused a million times, but I really liked Rook and Alpha Bravo. You know, I really like Off-Road, and I want more from him. Off-Road was intended to be Ruckus, and they ended up making him another guy. And then, of course, the club made him Ruckus. Because if you look at him, well, hey, this guy sure looks like Ruckus. Well, it's because it was supposed to be Ruckus. I, I always kind of wanted more from... Off-Road is a name that would be on a micro-master, I can imagine. I'd like like him to get more time to shine. I just, I love, I love new guys. I'd love to see more coming. Eric, thank you for your question. And I hope I answered it to your satisfaction. I think I, I felt like I rambled there, but I kind of think I, instead of answering, I was more basically agreeing with you. Um, I froze. <laughs> um, thanks everyone for your questions. And Hey, go to talk transformers and enjoy the conversation. And before you know it, I'll be popping up another one of these threads. But yo, being awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun, can be found at tfradio.net for all of our shows and showtimes. And you know what? Also, all the ways you can get us through your iTunes, your Stitchers, your Google Plays, your podcast catchers, your RSSs, whatever. tfradio.net, there's how you can find out how to find it. And all of our other shows and showtimes. And while you're there, say you want to buy some Titans Returns or whatever, go through our Amazon links next time you want to go to shop on Amazon. It's an easy way to help support us without paying anything extra. And we totes appreciate you doing it. I'm Rob. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoboRobSpringer. As well as you can check out my personal website, ZoneBase. That's www zonebase.org guys I'm about to fall asleep as I speak to you here I can feel the sleep monster uh, dragging my head around I, I was going to do some more things before I went to sleep I'm going to do them after I wake up <laughs> so thanks everyone for listening and I'll be back next time bam bam this has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer Oh, wow. You can't be hero. Oh, oh.